me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, everybody! Hello! That was my best James Hetfield I've ever done. Welcome to another episode of the Alter Ego Podcast. Hold on, hold on. A very special episode of the Alter Ego Podcast. This is no other episode. Like none that you've heard before. That's an episode like no other episode you've ever heard before. You just won't believe it. I'll let you guys finish. Go ahead. It's finally on and on and on. about to go down. It's about ding, to go ding, down. Ding. If you're one of the 12 people who've listened to us religiously, oh, yeah, you know fine. that this episode has been a long time coming. Long time coming. Long time. Every time we bring up the MCU, <sighs> more specifically Endgame, my trusty cohort Ryan and I... Uh, is it safe to, to say we butt heads on this? Oh, absolutely. You all differ. We, yeah. We have differences in opinion. Somebody's wrong thinking Endgame's a good movie. Oh, my God. Start I, turned up the, I turned up the music because I got to get hype. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the debate episode. Ryan versus Jack. Alter Ego. Endgame. The discussion. Is it a good movie? Or not. Am I right? But there's more to it than just is it a good movie. There is more to it. Mark and I are doing this. Yeah. Back off, buddy. Yeah. Take it, both of you. Back off, guy. You know who does like the movie Endgame? Stop trying to segue. (laughs) You stop trying to segue this instant. Hey, you know what? Let's just get Bruce Buffer in here right now and light it up. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, because there's people that enjoy the movie Endgame as well. Forge Supply, they love it, and they think it's a horrible movie. <laughs> Forge Supply it. is a great lover of, what is it? Oh, Endgame. <laughs> I'm a sudden Infinity War. <laughs> Why are we here? Uh, Forge Soap, real soap, no bullshit. Is that the whole thing? Just like this episode. Please don't drop us, Forge Supply. Please <laughs> don't drop us. Makers of all natural us. and organic soaps for men with scents like tropical teak wood, citrus IPA, citrus, ci- citrus cypress, citrus cypress, <laughs> cypress oh pine, Megan is broken. scum and more. Visit their website <laughs> at ForgeSupply.com. She didn't even online. mention the outlaw or the coffee or death. It's not written down. I'm reading what you wrote. Well, Outlaw, maybe which what is a I new do scent. is harder than you think. It's our first time doing Forge Supply. Okay. Promo code Alter Ego to get 10% off your order. Forge Supply. Forge Soap. Real soap. No bullshit. Sorry. That's the important part. <laughs> and guess who else also likes it? We know. Give it to this one. Give it to him. Give it to him. Give it to Mark. Mark's got to read this one to redeem you guys. Good Lord. Oh my Come on. God. I did great. I hate you know reading. Who else? You know who else did great? <laughs> Tony Anello's Southern Italian Cuisine and Grill is a hidden gem that is family-owned and operated on the outskirts of St. Petersburg, Florida, at 1136 Pinellas Bayway South, Tierra Verde, Florida. 
They also love Infinity War. <laughs> and Endgame. So does I. <laughs> and Endgame. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> this is a must try for homemade Italian lunch or dinner. Just remember to bring your appetite because the portions are very generous. Call for a reservation today at 727-867-3577 or check TonyNellos.org. .org. Is it dot .org? It's dot .com. No, it's dot .com. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I said dot .edu last time I read it. They're doing know. fundraising now. There we go. All right. GoFundMe slash Tony Nellos dot .edu slash mm. org slash, I don't know. NZ. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. So, all right, so, boys. Are oh, you ready yeah. for this great? Well, hold on. Hold oh, okay, on. Okay. Let's go ahead and set this up, right? So Ryan and I have disagreements on Endgame and how we feel the movie is and our perception of it. Let's go ahead and preface this by saying that neither one of us are wrong. Not at all. Ryan doesn't like it. That's fine. I love it. That's fine. This is just he and I's differences of opinion. And at the end of the day, we're allowed to disagree. I will still love him. He will still be allowed in my home. That is what you all need to understand. You can disagree with people and still be friends with them. I hate this that energy. That is okay. So at this point, uh, our two other hosts, uh, the Cyborg Yeesh. and Miss Megan, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. have separately come up with five topics or or points to discuss. They, they have no what, idea what we've that's, done. No, no, no. Please take a step back, Mr. Please Austin. Please explain it. We have togetherly come up with five points. Togetherly, we have come up <laughs> with five points. Is that what I said? <laughs> no, you said separately. But mm. we have been discussing. Yes, okay. we have. And in this corner, we have any nicknames for yourself, either one of you? Cadillac Jack, baby. Cadillac Jack. <laughs> and in that corner, we have... Sir Clap Cheek. Cheek Clapper. Cheek Clapper. <laughs> no. Nah, just... Good old Ryan's Ryan. Ryan's good. Ryan's good. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, Ryan works. <laughs> I messed that up. And here we go. Okay. Let's Ooh. get ready to rumble. You actually let me know I could have queued all this up. I know I wasn't ready. I no, just no, thought no. about it okay. Literally, okay, okay, okay. eight seconds ago. This is what happens when you put us in charge of this. Gotcha. 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 <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving it on. derails quickly. So, uh, hey, she got friendly discussion. <laughs> Hold on. Well, you can't see this in audio land, but we're shaking hands. Mm. Ryan, I love you. Love you too, buddy. They Thanks, just buddy. Each all other right. Off. They're moving lying. on. Yeah, they're full of it. <laughs> okay. We're ready. You tell us how this is going to go when you want one of us to speak, and and how long do we have? Pick a number one to five. Oh, golly gee. Number two, because I'm the shit. Three. Three. He gets to go first on the first question. Love it. All right. So oh, I don't get the option is... to defer? Well, I mean, you could you can rebuttal. Do you want oh, to go you don't get a chance Do you to want to go second? Maybe I want him to oh, go first. Oh, okay. Okay, fine. Do you nah, want him to go? Okay. <laughs> Son of a bitch, Ryan. <laughs> so basically. I, I got to let this He's out. already playing mind games. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the questions. We are going to present this like a high school debate team. Yes. We are going okay. to bring up a topic of conversation. Jack, you are pro. Okay. Ryan, you are con. And Megan and I will talk shit about you. Yes, we will. Okay. Fair. <laughs> I'm ready for that. That's what I want to get to. I may tailor my answers to that specifically. The hate so, is strong in this room. We max out <laughs> at two minutes. Does oh that work for you, Megan? Yes. Two minutes? Each? Oh, wow. Two minutes? 
One okay. side, two minutes the other. Okay. So two minutes each. Just because uh, I'm the one controlling the motherboard here, we will take a break at some point. Yes. I will take it after the end of uh, a round of questioning. Yes. Got it. Okay. Okay. So, Megan, would you do us the honor of presenting the first topic? I will. To Ryan. The callback to comics. All right. Is that the whole question? The yes, con. Yeah. How do the you con feel? Of this how? is a topic of conversation. So how do you feel about the callbacks to the original comics? Were they good? Were they bad? How much did you hate them? Let's go. To the original comics? Mm-hmm. Hated them. Why? It didn't end the way it was supposed to end. How? Okay. <laughs> Elaborate, how? please. Because the Adam Warlock and Captain Marvel are the ones who... Uh, <clears throat> Get everybody back. Now, I don't remember exactly how it all happens, but I just know that that's the way it's supposed to happen. It's not supposed to be fucking Tony Stark and I am Iron Man and snapping and shit. Horrible. That's just one of the main reasons I hate it. You set it up in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and then no Adam Warlock. You make a whole Marvel movie, Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, whatever you want to call her. But no... uh, no Adam Warlock. And you don't, I just, it just felt too fandomy for me. Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they just did, did it just to do it because, as you say, RDJ didn't want to, did want to keep continuing doing it. I heard he didn't want to do it. So it's like they built the whole movie around that. And that's one of the things that I fucking hate the most. All so right. Heavy on the fandom. Way heavy. There you go. Mr. Jack Austin. How the do you pros feel? Of comic book references? Yes, callbacks, comic book references. <sighs> I'll say this. I haven't read the Infinity Saga mm-hmm. personally. But I understand Ryan's point. 49 hours and 56 minutes is how long that first phase of the MCU lasts. I did not know that. And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which does introduce Adam Warlock, I'm going to go ahead and say is on the back nine of that. And you can't take over a franchise that's invested that much time into storytelling, character development, uh, just to do fan service at the end. Because if you bring up all these characters, which Iron Man is in, what, five MCU movies? Same with Captain America. Same with Thor. Uh, Just to have somebody else take over the reins. Now, they do pay homage to uh, Captain Marvel and her power and her contributing in the very end. She doesn't even show up in Infinity War, but she definitely makes a huge dent. And if most would say is the tipping point of the battle in Endgame where she shows up and destroys Thanos' ship and almost single-handedly takes him out. But in terms of throwbacks to comics, I can't really speak much to that, but I know that the character that's absent in Infinity War gets major homage in Endgame, and that is Hawkeye as he shows up as the Ronin character, 
which Ronan is a samurai without a master. And it's somebody who is tearing through the MCU as we know it, a.k.a. Japan, Mexico. They talk about the cartel and the carnage he's left behind. And that is a major key to the storytelling of him and a callback to the comics. That's my biggest comic callback. But anyway, I'll end right there saying that I think you can't always pay homage to the comics, but you can pay homage, but you can't go word for word. You don't have to go word for word, but if you're going to tell a story that's 21 movies long, you should finish it the right way. I mean, if I told the story of Goldilocks and the Three Bears, and I was like, Goldilocks, this bed's too, uh, you know what I mean? Fuck. This bed's too lumpy. Yeah, this there you go. porridge is too hot. This- I kept thinking about the porridge for some reason. I'm hungry. but um, <laughs> All I can think about is the porridge as well. <laughs> yeah, the porridge too hot, too cold. And you're just like, yeah, Goldilocks broke into the bear's house, and that was it. Do we each you get rebuttals to our rebuttals? You used you your whole two minutes. If you you only used one, technically speaking. Technically. But yes, oh. this is, however, an open discussion, so I'll leave it to the floor if you guys no, would like fine. to. All we'll I have on. to say is neither one of you brought up Captain America holding Mew Mew. Meow near? <laughs> Mew Mew? Well, maybe there's room for that in the future. <laughs> Let's move on. Move on to qu- question on number two. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we oh, alternating wait. starting points? It's got to yeah, be me yeah. next. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's only fair. Do you want me just to keep with the... Yeah, okay. go for it. Uh, the visual and emotional effects of the movie. The emotional effects of the movie. Let me go ahead and tell you. Endgame has the most emotional effect on people than any other movie in the MCU, starting with the guy I mentioned last time, Hawkeye. In the opening sequence, you already know what's going to happen. They set this up for you. You start with this famous Avenger and his family, and he loses them. This movie focuses more on losing the MCU than anything else. It focuses on desperation. Literally every single major Avenger in this movie has had major loss and something serious they're dealing with in a sense that we don't see that in any other movie that's ever been put out for the MCU. Let's start here. Iron Man, he loses Spider-Man. That's the one thing that's been his ward, the person who's his mentee that he's working with the entire time. And he feels like, I've never lost, and I lost the one thing I didn't want to lose. Captain America, he lost Bucky. He lost Sam Wilson. He lost everything that was important to him, and he's another one that's never lost. Thor is somebody who fought Thanos twice and lost twice. He lost his brother. He lost his people. He lost his dignity going after somebody that he swore he was going to kill and he was someone that you even see a physical transformation from on screen where he turns into fat thor and you have (laughs) the hulk who couldn't physically get over the separation of individuals that in this sense He's the one that you get positivity out of because he finally is able to grow from that massive loss that both Banner and Hulk suffer. And then you have the Black Widow. She loses everything. Everybody's separate. Everybody breaks up. Everybody's not part of the team anymore, which is the only thing that matters to her. And now she's leading a band of people who don't really matter. So that is, to me, where you can Three, signify loss two, in this. One. Right, Jack Austin again? really working on that uh, lung capacity. The, the, the going visual into and emotional, episode. but touch on the emotional because I'll swing back for visual because that, that, that is kind of a two-parter. All right, so, the visual. It was or a, do emotional first. Okay. Do emotional first. Yeah, a react to the emotions. 
the emotions. I mean, to me, it just... It's tough <clears> to fight <throat> that one. Sorry. For I me, know. personally, I got more Zip emotion out of Black Panther than I did out of this one. Mm-hmm. There was some hype moments for me. Don't get me wrong. At the end, when Captain America calls the Avengers after they all walk back through, mm-hmm. that was dope. And then when him Thor throws him Mjolnir and you get the little one, dope. <laughs> but, I mean, as far as the emotions, I didn't really care too much like i actually fell asleep in the movie theater you know what i mean like i didn't even watch the, the first time i saw it Blast i fell me. asleep Blast <laughs> you talk about like everybody's losing everybody lost somebody you know what i mean you're you're a hero that's what you do you either you live or you die so to me them focusing on some of that eh i didn't really i don't know i didn't really care or didn't feel too much either way about anything I just wanted it to be over and, like, let's go. Let's get into the action. Movie draw out way too long, I felt, too. I just didn't take a lot of emotions away from it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Hawkeye is a, a human. He could die at any moment. His family, they they died. Sucks to suck, bro, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> I could care less about Hawkeye losing his family. You're dead inside. I, I really am. <laughs> He's a dark soul. I really am. Like, I just, it didn't matter to me. Like, Movie's a movie. Yeah, for the most part. They're not real. And to his point, I mean, that's your perception. Yeah. You're not wrong. All right. So, wait, oh no, go finish your time. Oh no, you, you feel free. Feel so free. are we going on visual now or are we going on emotional? Which one did I touch on more? Because you told me I had to touch on both. Well, if you would like to touch on the visual, however, the next question is probably a little heavy on the visual as well. So I'll leave it up to you. Do you want to talk visual without being specific? Just yeah, movie overall? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, movie vis- overall, not specific moments or not specific sure, sure, parts sure. of the movie. Just movie overall visually. Go. Visually, you see the culmination of the MCU. You you see uh, victory in a lot of cases, defeat for all the major characters, all those 49 hours and however many minutes you see wrapped up and zipped up in this movie, whether it's comic book accurate or not. Um, You see emotional and physical transformations for everybody. Physically, you see reactions to seeing people you haven't seen, seeing people you thought were lost, and even a world that you thought was lost. So anyway, I'll stop there because the next one's visually focusing so we'll go on that mm-hmm. you why did this visually suck ryan i mean it didn't visually suck it was it looked like every other marvel movie for the most part there's action and you got all that it looked fine to me like it wasn't like it was oh my god i hate this movie because it's ugly no there's none of that right it's just to me the story that they told yeah you're more your issue is more with story yeah, yeah my, my issue is more right. a lot more and a lot of different things that they didn't make sense to me mm-hmm. and still don't make sense to me mm. that they kind of passed off on us and like, oh, there you guys go. But it's the end game and this you guys are going to love it. And I just didn't care for it. There You're you not going to pull the wool over Ryan Lee Glover's eyes <laughs> like that. I noticed yeah, shit. I just found out that his middle name was Lee and I wrote that I never shit knew that. down. <laughs> Learning stuff today, people. Yep. All right, Meg Han. Okay, so the next one is, and this is where the visual comes in, probably heavily. The final battle. Pros and cons for the final battle. You want to start this one, Mr. Right? Lover, Mr. Lead Lover. This is I'm. <laughs> <laughs> to be quite honest, on this one, 
I can't really con it. Like the final battle, it's the hype battle. It's you've watched this hour and a half of a boring ass movie. They better finish it strong. <laughs> Three hours. Exactly. They better fucking. I don't know because I was asleep, so I was all like, the first time I saw it. So it had to be awesome. Like I said, they had those hype moments, especially like I said when uh Cap comes out and uh, they get done fighting and then he tightens up the strap. They Black Panther starts walking through on your left. You know what I mean? Mm. Got hype right there. That that kind of made it. And then when Thor throws a millionaire, that's it. And then just the whole fight sequence in there was dope as fuck. Like, I love that. That last 30 minutes is the only part of Endgame that I really want to watch. I'll be quite honest with you. I have just gone back and watched just that scene. Me too. As like, we, me, we have me as too. Well. Like, over and over Because it's just over. nuts. <laughs> it is. It's one of the... So good. It is a great scene. That one I can't con at all. Mm-hmm. Fair all enough. Right. That's fair. That's a, we might that's have set you up argument. for failure on that one. <laughs> Do you have any negatives about that scene? <clears throat> not enough Adam Warlock. No, not <laughs> e- um. I don't really think I have too many negatives. Not enough Nebula. No, too much Nebula. Yeah, <laughs> you can't say that because that's a no. crucial part of the. No, comics. I know it is. It is. She she gets her hands in the gauntlet. Like they did show, they did show that. Legit, legit. Yeah. yeah, when they did that, I was like, oh! Well, yeah, ooh. but it's also after the fact, apparently, from what I understand. It's, it is. It is after the fact that all that happens, but... Yeah. No, I don't really... Can't really knock that that scene too, too much. I'm not going to lie, I wish I would have saw Thanos fighting a little more, but instead of just sitting there. Yeah. But... We got a lot of that in the previous movie, though. Yeah. Rebuttal? Mr. Jack Lee Austin. The positives of that scene? <laughs> That I've watched a thousand times. Could you times come up over? with anything? And, and you don't I don't even know. really have to argue it. Apparently, <sighs> yeah, you don't, yeah. That one you don't. Have you to have argue. the you have but the build you still up. Have I, the I gotta floor. talk fast. You have the build up Thor. You already got me ten seconds. I haven't even been oh, talking that I long. Over. Oh my <laughs> god! Okay, Let yeah, me yeah, know yeah, when yeah. I can get started. Okay, good. So you have the three titular characters. The first times the Avengers meet is Thor. Captain America and Iron Man, and in this same one, when everything has been smashed in front of them, you have Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man, and they all three look at each other and go, you know, we got to go down there and fight this guy. We don't have a choice, and Thor is like, abso-fucking-lutely, as long as we're all in agreement, and then they go down there, and they fight. And sure, amazing moments. Captain America picking up the, the the hammer, Mjolnir, and him saying, "I knew it." Everybody loves that, and them kind of holding their own against Thanos, but kind of not. Everybody, but the part that to me die. <laughs> that does a lot is when yeah, when Cap is by himself, and this adamantium, the most indestructible metal in the world, vibranium. shield, vibranium. Thank you, uh, gets destroyed, and. He's looking at an entire army, and all he does is strap it up and say, I can do this all day. Chill. Like he's ready to yep. take on literally every single one of the Chitari, the Flying Snakes, Thanos, the Black Order. You know Captain America in that moment says, I'm going to die. Don't care. Let's fucking do it. And to me, I get super hyped for that. And my favorite moment in MCU history is Captain America charging the line with Black Panther going against the Chitauri in uh, Infinity War. And who's the first motherfucker to show up when they say, on your left, Black Panther? And I go, the hype train has fucking left the station. I'm ready to go. 
And them, <laughs> it didn't matter who else showed up. I would have watched Cap and Black Panther rip apart the entire army. But I understand that RDJ has been important. He's been the, the lead of the entire universe. So I get why he gets that. But every single Avenger gets their shining moment in that battle. So to me, that's why it was just so visually spectacular. Even there's emotional moments with Star-Lord. Gamora? And then you get a laugh with, you didn't get me on the first one, but you got both on the second one. I mean, it's amazing. You even see Spider-Man in a moment of panic. I'm going to fucking die. And he gets rescued. But anyway, I digress. A lot of emotional moments. Are you ready for the next one? Yep. This is emotional. The exit of Iron Man and Cap. Okay. Who, oh, I go first. Yeah. Captain America. Boy, oh boy. The guy who says from the first Avengers movie to Iron Man, you're not the guy willing to lay down on the wire. You're not the one to make the sacrifice play. And he's in a moment where he's fought to his last breath. And the guy who does make the sacrifice play is Iron Man. And he shows up to see, despite all the tumultuous activities between him and Iron Man, the that shield's not yours. My father made that shield. And, you know, everything special about you was came out of a bottle. They've had their moments where they fight each other, but at the same time, they're, they're best buds. Um, that, that moment where he sees... Iron Man give up everything to save everyone. It's huge for Iron Man. It's what we've been waiting for in all those minutes and all those hours of the entire MCU. So to me, I was like, oh, shit. Iron Man wins. He did what needed to happen to stop all this invasion, and he finally did it. He sacrificed everything for his daughter, for his wife, for the entire MCU. And... That, to me, was the most beautiful moment. Just people coming up and telling them how much they love them. And I thought to myself, wow, Captain America survived. And then they said, hey, you need to go back and put all these stones where they belong. And I was like, to me, this is stupid. Why are they even showing this? Why is Cap going to go back and do all this? Because, you know, yeah, sure, put them back. And then what? We got Captain America and all we lose is Iron Man? I wasn't expecting, although Bucky was, to see Captain America say, you know what? I'm not going to live the way you expected me to live. I'm going to go live my life because that guy who I used to give all that shit to, he told me I should go live. And I'm going to do that. And he lives his entire life and says, this Avengers business is up to you guys now. I thought they both send it off perfectly. And this is where we differ very much. Here comes Ryan with the heat. Because me personally, <laughs> I felt that the Iron Man exit was just horrible. Wow. Straight fanfare garbage. You had the Hulk. You had Thanos. You tried to pick up six stones and use them all at once. Damn near killed Thanos. Fucked up the Hulk severely. What's his face? Star-Lord. Half Celestial held on to one stone. He almost died. It took all of the Guardians to beat Ronan. And here's Iron Man with the I am Iron Man and he's able to snap. Trash should have never happened. 
But it killed him. It killed him. He shouldn't even have been able to do it. He should have died before he even snapped. If you watch the scene, it takes Hulk himself like 13 seconds to even get it all together to snap. Robert Downey Jr. is a human being. He should have died immediately. Period. There's that. Then the other thing that wasn't great about that was he's standing there. It would have been a better sacrifice if he didn't look at Doctor Strange and he's like, 14,469,000 ways, only one. So he knows what he's got to do. That was just corny. If he would have just done it and that would have been the only way it played out, might have been a little better for me. But here, here you are, Iron Man. Here's your cue. Go be a hero. Trash. And Cap? Eh. Didn't really care too much about that. Like, you can kind of see that was going to happen. It was obvious. But the one thing I didn't like was him giving Falcon the shield. Nah, fam. Isn't that a comic book thing? Doesn't Falcon get the shield? I, I don't yeah. get a rebuttal. I used been two minutes. Yeah. No, I mean, if you want, screw their rules. Rebuttal. 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 Iron Man using the gauntlet. If you watch it, if you watch that scene, he's saying, and I am, as the gems are moving their way into that socket, socket. and as soon as they're there, he goes, Iron Man. Yeah. So as far as the, the, the gems being in the gauntlet and them finally working, he wears it for a split second. The Hulk puts on a gauntlet that has all six gems already in it. And when he puts it on, he's like, oh, shit, this fucking hurts. And then he's thinking and thinking and thinking and snaps. So you're right. That should kill him instantly as a human. But if you look at the time that the gauntlets are actually in set into the gauntlet, the stones, rather, are in the gauntlet. It's very minimal compared to how long the Hulk holds onto it. And it's also very minimal compared to how long Thanos holds onto it. And if you think about it, Thanos holds it longer than anybody. He gets it in, absorbs the power, and goes, okay, bitch, I got this, and doesn't snap his fingers until he has an axe halfway through his chest. So you're right there, but you got to take into consideration how long these individuals in terms of power are holding on to the gauntlet. Thanos is also another one who held on to the power stone. Then the space stone, then reality, soul, mind, time, slow drip, whatever order. So he's taking all of them individually in a gauntlet that's designed to take that power. Hulk and Iron Man are taking on a gauntlet that's designed by Tony Stark. So Hulk takes on all six at once. It fucks him up. Iron Man takes on all six at once. It kills him instantly. Thanos is crippled in his arm and can't use it anymore. So you're right about that. But I think you just the thought of the power of, of what they're taking on when they take it on is, is something to take into consideration. Well, to me, like the way they made it seem was that all the six gauntlet, all the six uh, stones had to be in it and set. And you already had to absorb the power in order to use it. It's going up his arm. It's doing a little crawly thing. It is. Right. Why was he even able to snap his, his fingers? You know what I mean? Like if you had the Hulk who was struggling to snap his fingers with all six stones done. I still don't see how Iron Man just half dead after having his ass thoroughly whooped by a Thanos. I am Iron Man. But he's still he's still no. functioning. He's still up and moving. 
And so is so is the Hulk. Yeah. You're right. The the amount of power that they take, but we also don't know how that power affects the individual, right? Because let's think about this: a soul for a soul. Uh, you know what you deem as reality is subjective. All these things you don't know how the how the stones affect the individual wielding them. They could affect every individual the same. There. And this right. is a perfect time for a commercial break, folks, <laughs> <laughs> because we've got one more double question coming up next. Yes, one double question. It's a Holy two-parter that you got, and it'll be more open floor, I think, for this one. All right, well, let's take a break, and we'll be back very shortly. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture, and the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. From the New York Times bestselling author Paula McLean comes a propulsive new mystery a missing girl, a broken woman. The truth is hard to see when the stars go dark. When the Stars Go Dark is available wherever books and audiobooks are sold. I am ready now. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> I really hope that got picked up. <laughs> I appreciate you listening to those ads. It really helps us out a lot. It's ridiculous. I hate ads. I don't know what you just listened to, but if you listen to it, I love you, man. I appreciate you. Uh, that helps us out so much. So thank you. Uh, moving on in this debate that has been set up by Megan and the Cyborg, uh, I believe we have one more two-part question that, if I'm not mistaken, you're starting on. Well, I figured this last one, which is is the two-parter, would be a little bit more open forum, not necessarily back and forth. Time is of the essence, so it doesn't need to be a prolonged Do we debate. get more time for this one? Yes, I think that's fair. You guys can kind of openly discuss okay. it. But okay. it is a two-parter. All right. Okay. Do you want them both at the same time? Let's have them both I defer to you, okay. sir. Okay. They kind of go hand in hand because the final question is your opinions on the overall story. However, which one was better, Infinity War or Endgame? Because technically the overall story ends with those two chapters. Okay. So they go hand in hand. But which one... Which half of the chapter was better, and how do you feel about the overall ending and the overall story of the MCU's first okay. phase? Second, third, fourth, how many phases are we in? That was the end know. of phase three. Okay, well, you know what I mean. So The first, uh, you know, whatever. Whose turn is to go first? Is it The Ryan? floor is yours, sir. I mean, for me, obviously, like I just said earlier, too, Infinity War, definitely the best one. Um, Endgame? I really did not care for the whole back in time thing, too. I hate that. That's like the worst cliche you can throw in a movie. We just fucked everything up. Let's fix it by going back in time. Having to rewatch all those scenes that you pretty much have already seen. Them going back and forth. And not to mention, there's a lot of shit in that I still don't understand. It don't make sense to me <laughs> after watching this. Like, how the hell did Thanos get there in the first place? Um, get where? Get back and back to their time. Okay. 
That one I didn't understand because I could have sworn Nebula was the only one that came through. And if they were in a different time, how does that happen? Just. I'm biting my tongue. I'm waiting for uh, Jack to answer that. Oh, okay. Please do. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not contributing. Like, that's a legitimate this question. This is y'all's I argument. Have. Like, okay, go ahead. Yeah, this no, is I'm, a little I'm, open. More, oh, I'm not would keeping you do time. A back and forth on this How yeah, did yeah, Thanos yeah. get back? Yeah, because the Pym particle that was stolen for Nebula to mm-hmm. return uh-huh. back to uh, the present time, that technology and that particle was used on the ship. Now. That. So then how did Nebula come back to the one thing? What do you mean? Didn't she come back the way she was supposed to come back? No. On the little platform? She does, she does not come back. Oh, how does Neb- oh, wait. How does Nebula come back yeah. to... Evil Nebula comes mm-hmm. back. Ah, yes. Evil, evil Nebula comes back because they said we have uh, enough for two trips for everybody. It was one trip. And there so... And back. Right. So they take the pin particle for Nebula to come back... And they steal it from her, and they send it back with evil Nebula. But they also uh-huh. kidnap then, evil or good Nebula. Exactly. Mm. So that was one thing that I never got ship. that made sense to me was how the hell did Thanos get back? And I hate the size proportion in that that scene too, because Thanos is so big, they take out that tiny pin particle, and it looks like one of the canisters from the Secret of the Ooze in Thanos's hands. Mm. Things should have been like this damn big. Okay. But other than that, inconsistent. But. Seems like a yeah. minor detail, but I'm yeah, it is. It is. It's a minor <laughs> thing, but it no, it annoys the hell out of me because of the difference. But um, that whole scene, like I said, didn't make sense to me because Evil Nebula came back. How did Thanos get into that time? They only had one shot left. What did he copy the Pym particle all of a sudden? Like something it took Doctor Pym years and decades to finish. I mean, I know they're advanced and whatnot. Sure. We both want to answer this question. Yeah, now wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, 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 Doctor Pym is a Earth-bound entity who has not discovered space travel or time travel or anything of that nature. He has just figured out how to make people shorter and bigger. And Thanos, agreeably, seems to have technology just a skosh more advanced than that. Uh, Dr. Pym hasn't decided how to, or hasn't discovered how to morph somebody from one plane of existence to another as Thanos has in the sense of pulling people off of a certain planet onto his ship. He also, uh, has discovered a lot more things cause he's visited a lot more worlds than the earth. So it's safe to say with the amount of worlds that he's visited and the amount of technology that he has encompassed, he may or may not be able to duplicate that. But are we allowed to contribute? At yeah, all? go ahead. I'm go just, for it. I, go for so it. Open for it as far as as far as like how does it get the pin particle and how did both nebulas get back? So a she was discovered, she was found, kidnapped from where she was in this cave from the mm-hmm. guardians moment. Uh-huh. So they both nebulas come back at the same time on the ship. Is that right? No, no, no. Because the evil one comes back, and she comes back. uses the equipment that Bruce Banner built to bring, to bring the him, ship to back. bring the ship back. 
But, but, but how if there's no more first, particles? So technically they both came back at the same time. No, just the one came back no, and the, the other one. one came back on the ship. That's correct. Okay, exactly. so where they is brought, the extra They brought pin? the evil one back thinking it was the good one. Like she came back with everybody else. Oh, yeah. And she's like, <laughs> And then why didn't it come she back? She does show that particle to Thanos. She does show it to Thanos. And that's what I'm saying. So he somehow a... maybe duplicates it? But I don't know. I was going to say, I, I agree matter with of a minute? Jax. That's a great matter. That's a great matter. I agree with Jack's thought, whereas he can take a simple earthbound component and multiply it to move a ship or to move a large group of people and to do it in a very fast manner. So I, I can kind of do that. To do you at least agree army? Do you at least agree that Thanos's technology is superior and much far advanced to that of earth? Yeah. But if you go with that same concept, why do, why are you even here? Like, why doesn't he have the stones already? Why hasn't this already been and done? Because Why is he go looking for him. Because if you to? want to go back to Infinity War, it's more of a quest for him. It's more of a spiritual journey. That's why in the first one he takes his armor off and doesn't engage anybody with anything but the gauntlet. Because to Thanos, and I believe this is in the comic, it's more of a, a religious and a spiritual conquest mm-hmm. for him than it is about mm-hmm. dominating. It's it's more about his journey as far as Thanos, the titular villain, than it is to say, well, I can just kill everybody any moment that I want. Mm-hmm. Because like you see in that, that opening scene when the Hulk attacks Thanos... Another thing I hate about this. And the Black Order gets held back, and it's like, let him have his fun. By, by, um... Maul. Not Ebony Maul. Ebony Maul, yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, I, I agree to that statement where it's like, it's it's a journey for him, and it's more of... Not the... F- not He's not trying to get to the end, he's trying to find his way there. Yeah, yeah. but still going off of what they've shown us, it doesn't fit. Doesn't make sense. What do you mean when you say it doesn't fit? Because and then you also have to come on that pad because it was, was what was made by Tony Stark. So they had to have a little bracelet. They had to have all that to make that work to go back in time at the exact right spot. Still, no. and it, he also had to end up on that pad, which is what she did. Came, they just come out of the sky out of nowhere like they were already there. The pad was the bridge in the landing zone, and Evil Nebula has access to that. Now, she may know the particular point in time and space, and to the same point of the particle, they may have been able to get the bracelet from her and say, oh, this is your time GPS tracker. This is how this is going to work. Now, the matter of technology is a little bit different with them uh, compared to everybody else because let's also think about like this. When Ebony Maw escapes with Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, and Iron Man, all three of them are like, I guess this is how this works. This is made for one big guy, so you need to, I guess, do this. And they crash land. So it's it serves to say that Thanos might have better technology. And if you think about it like this, other than attacking Thor's ship that it's that's escaping in Ragnarok in the beginning of Infinity War, uh there's no other technology that Thanos uses other than himself and the gauntlet. And just to add one more thing in regards to the, like how Thanos would know how to do X, Y, and Z and where time was and all that stuff. There's evidence that regardless if Nebula is past or present or future Nebula, they 
constantly know what's happening in each other's brain. So whether they show it on screen or not, it, it seems as if he probably got a lot of that information from evil, evil Nebula, who mentally, unwillingly, basically pulled that information from the other Nebula mm-hmm. and probably shared that. So I think it's kind of insinuated that she probably had a huge part in educating him on the whole process. But still, Plus he had the technology did... to build Nebula in the right. first place. Yeah, but I mean, but still it doesn't make up for Tony Stark, and which is another thing. Hey, I figured out time travel in a day, you know? Like, that was kind of ridiculous, too. Well, they don't really necessarily show the time change from when Cap leaves them to when he figures it out. Sure, it might be a next scene, but there's time elapsed no matter what. But let's also think about the fact that Thanos, when you look on the Marvel database, which I have not checked, is a genius-level intellect. Tony Tony Stark is not the smartest person in the universe. And let's just go ahead and say this. Rocket looks at him and says, hey, you're only a genius genius on Earth. Yeah. So Thanos having that level of intellect and being able to figure out things that geniuses on Earth figure out, we're not considering what levels of intellect might be on other planets as well. So let's let me answer this question. Can I get it repeated as well, please? Uh, which one did you like more, Infinity oh, War? Which is or better, Infinity War or Endgame? That's not and the full question, is it? What's the, uh, your feelings on the overall story? The overall, yeah. Okay. Ending of the chapter. Uh, I agree with Ryan. I think Infinity War has the best ending of any MCU movie that has been because it is the the finale of all of these entities finally coming together and for the first time in all of MCU history they lose they have never ever lost in any MCU movie leading up to all the hours and minutes that I mentioned, they don't lose. That's the point. So in this one, not only do they lose, they lose the people most precious to them. For God's sakes, all of the entire Guardians except for Rocket are lost. That is the most defeated I've ever felt walking out of a movie theater. Yeah. Was leaving Infinity War. And thinking to myself, my God, what are they going to do? What could they possibly come up with to beat the fact that the unbeatable, which was Thanos, beat them and got rid of half of the entire universe? That is, to me, the best comic book ending of any movie that's ever been. I don't know how you top that. And I'm 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 hopeful that I get surprised. Endgame I think is the perfect ending to the series because you can't have all that happen. All those hours, all those movies without some form of sacrifice. Without losing something. And by God, There are how many members of the Avengers? Six. And you lose half the team. You lose 
Black Widow. Black Widow. Iron Man. You lose Cap. You lose Iron Man. That is half of what you've built your story on. Cap and Iron Man, that's three movies that you've lost. Two of which are solo films, and in the case of Iron Man, three. You're losing so much, and these stories are tied up with a bow. Done. But at the same time, in, in, in Endgame, you're leaving it open. Not only are you leaving it open, you're leaving it open with excitement. As Guardians of the Galaxy? Who doesn't want to see that movie? You want to see more Peter Quill and Thor going at it. You want to see mm-hmm. where does Hawkeye go from here? He betrayed the team. Then he's with the team and helped them build it up. Now he's lost half the team. And he lost his family and then regained it. Where does he go from there? Takes his ass home. <laughs> you have the Hulk who has been this genius level professor then this brooding monster that does nothing but wreck shop then you have this mixture of both who brings back the universe and really doesn't know what to do with himself from there so uh, if i had to make a choice infinity war is the better movie as far as ending goes but as far as tying up the universe and as far as a better movie in total con- is concerned, I think Endgame is better because you go from the point of desperation to the point of victory with sacrifice. So in my personal opinion, it's hard to pick, but if I had to say better ending, uh, it's Endgame. Or not Endgame, uh, Infinity War rather. But um, from there which all we know in the, in the MC universe, and you had to know looking at it from the start, this is not the end. This is not where you stop. So, sure, you end some story arcs and some major ones at that, but you're setting up for years and years more storytelling. That is where the excitement comes from in Endgame. Because, yeah, you're seeing a major moment from Peter Parker, but you're seeing the beginning of Peter Parker. He's lost a mentor, but he's beginning his own travels. You see Thor who says, I'm tired of trying to be the king of Asgard. Let me just be Thor. You go from the Hulk who's, I'm this raging monster, to now I don't know what I am. So to me, I think there's plenty of future to go with. But um, to answer the question in general, more emotion comes out of Endgame, but the better ending is Infinity War without question. I think for me it's the opposite, though. Like, it, it is. I think I felt more, walk like you said, that last few minutes of that snap in Infinity War, as you're like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. In game, I was just like, eh, I see it coming. And it's funny because a podcast that I listen to who does a video game podcast does a a little thing where he has a movie one. And he called that, and like, Avengers. That That's what was going to happen. Tony Stark's going to sacrifice him. Everyone's seen it coming. To me, just, you could have done better. You really could have. So, the, so 
the MCU, in your opinion, is victim of good storytelling. So let's say in the end of of Endgame, we have all these characters coming together, and you've had this play from the first Avengers game, Avengers movie, and at the end, Hawkeye snaps his fingers. What do you go? What do you say? That's fucking stupid. Yeah. So who, what character do you replace with Iron Man to make that movie a decent movie? Here's the thing. You don't necessarily have to. One of my favorite sports movies of all time is Friday Night Lights. Okay. That final game. Where they lose. They lose. That's why Infinity War held so much power to it because, like you said, they lost. Yeah. Endgame? Make it to where they may not win again. I mean, you lose half of everybody anyway. Why not just make it that they lose again? And that's that. And you go from there. So in the scenario where they lose, because the titular goal for all of them is the end game to snap away half the universe. Mm -hmm. So you've done all this work through three hours of movie to bring back Spider-Man, Falcon, Winter Soldier, uh, five-sixths of the Guardians, and uh you know you've brought back all these people they're finally there hey you have this great moment the on your left works for cap we love it it's gonna be amazing and then thanos eventually gets the gauntlet and snaps them all gone again what's the point not fair right so so where do you continue the mcu from there from there, you don't get Scarlet Witch, you don't get Loki, you don't get Falcon or the Winter Soldier, you don't get any of these people back into the MCU, which are worth, you know, the storytelling being given to them. You gotta say, Scarlet Witch is gone. Okay, we lost Scarlet Witch, who's an alpha level mutant who brings everybody, you know. Uh, I don't know. She brings a, a big presence to the MCU. You lose Falcon and Winter Soldier. Some people might not care, but now we look at this story, this roadmap, and we go, we really don't want to lose them because we've already lost Cap. You don't want to lose the Guardians because then you lose your intergalactic shot at the rest of the universe unless you're planning on following just captain marvel which i think the mcu shoots a little higher which is hard to say because she's top tier but it's hard to go further with the ending that you are imagining sure i'd love to see them lose lose that would be cool and maybe in what if we see that but if you look at the MCU in the longevity, and I'm not talking movies, I'm talking comics. How many times have you seen a major, major character get quotation marks killed and then brought back? Oh, it happens all the time. All the freaking time. But in the MCU, it's less believable. It's hard to bring back these titular characters in the MCU. So you have to have them there You have to have them real. You have to ground them in reality and then bring them back in a believable way. I'm going to be honest. I don't want to see them lose. I mean, I wanted to see it end the way it should have ended. 
yeah. because then everyone comes back. But couldn't happen. So, I mean, I guess that's it. But at the same time, that whole last scene when the Hulk snapped his fingers should have been over right there, in my opinion. Just should have just fucking never wished he was there. But in that scenario, Done. the Hulk doesn't know that Thanos is even coming. He has no idea. Yeah, I mean, I know. I get that for there. I'm just saying. If it's me, Thanos doesn't exist. See, this yeah. never happened. Everybody back. But you Bam. have this previous this previous Thanos, this evil nebula. He snaps his fingers and credits. Then where does it go from there? Everyone's back and everyone's happy. But you have an evil nebula. Now what? You wait till Evil Nebula comes around again, I guess. I don't know. You drop that storyline altogether. The fact that this evil uh, this evil ambassador from a future dynasty is just playing hooky? She's nobody? Yes. <laughs> so, if, you cannot, okay. if you cannot bring in Adam Warlock and do it the right way, fuck her. Fuck it all. So Fuck I, it all. Let's do it all. I, I think we're approaching so, the end of this argument. Yeah. We, we are, but I'm going to ask you one more question in that regard. Mm-hmm. So what are your feelings on Iron Man 3 and Thor Ragnarok if you are so comic serious to these storylines? I know nothing about that storyline. There you go. So Iron Man 3, he fights the Mandarin who has the tin rings from outer space. Nothing to do with humans re-preparing them, you know, you know, re-correcting themselves and being human bombs. And in Thor Ragnarok, sure, it's the end of Asgard, but it ends on a very different note than what happens in Thor Ragnarok. So what's good for the goose isn't good for the gander is what you're saying. No, I I honestly, like I said, I don't know that story. I don't know Thor Ragnarok, but I know how the fuck the fucking gauntlet's supposed to end. Well, th- this is my question I was going to ask you. Do you truly believe that it would have been a better movie if in the last 15 minutes Adam Warlock shows up and he's the one to do it? I mean, if there would have been time, like I said, they lose, and then you... That's what I'm saying, too. My bad. Let me back up a little more. Go ahead. I also feel that Endgame shouldn't have been the last game, the last movie. I should have felt... I felt they should have kept going. But, like I said, they wanted out of their contracts or what is it, what have you, or whatnot, whatever people say. It was time. I've heard it, I've heard it both ways that they wanted to go Marvel World of Mount. I don't know what's what, because I'm not one of them. So... They're also getting raises every year, so it's exactly. hard, it's hard to keep paying that and make money at the same time. Granted, Fair. I'm sure Disney's not worried about making money, but yeah. But so that's, I mean, for me, I think after any game, it should have kept going, and that's what I'm like. And it is. We just haven't <clears> seen it yet. and haven't seen it yet. Exactly. So even if they would have lost, it could have ended up a different way. Yeah. To me, it's just. And hey, you, you know what? That's where we There's go just, back to what I said at the beginning: is nobody's wrong. really wrong. Yeah. There's but so many things. I hate it's what also, they did to the Hulk, too. It's Marvel movies are technically kids' movies. Yeah. Well, you watch your dirty mouth. They are. <laughs> we're, we're middle-aged nerds arguing about comic book movies, but we're not the target market. No. True. We're, we're, we're not. We're adjacent and, to and the target And also, we have to think of who makes money and who doesn't. Yeah. Somebody, somebody a lot younger than us spent a lot more money on 
yeah. Iron Man t-shirts and lunch boxes. Yeah, that's true. Except for Jack, because there's like 30 Iron Man pops in here. That's not that's true. The, I, mean, I, I have, Iron I Man have more and... Captain American pops than Iron Man pops. That's actually a thousand percent Count true. Them. Thank there was, you. There was, a, there was a minute there that we were like, we don't have a single Iron Man pop. Actually, if you want to you think about it, there is that. more that Venom count. pops than <laughs> anything else. Yes. In this entire room of 900 pops, there are more uh, Venom pops than anything, but... Uh, if you're looking at the original Avengers, there are more Thor pops in this house than anything. Yep. But that's just somebody's sick fantasy. Boom. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that was a wonderful debate. Did we should we cover do it everything? more often. We did. Yeah, we certainly didn't. There's so much more room for stuff. I, I think we did a great there. job. There's more stuff to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. You guys did a great job putting yeah. this together. Yeah. Right, Mark? Yeah, you guys did great. But wow. I mean, sorry. Well, you we'll guys could, you guys have at... <laughs> could have debated so much better than Ryan and I. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, well, we need to find something that both of you disagree on, and Ryan and I are going to mediate. We'll see you at Avengers 5. <laughs> In 2027, when Megan's oh using a walker. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to the Alter Ego Podcast. We love you. Check us next time. Have a wonderful day. I'm See ya. I'm starved. I am hidden. I am famished. The dog is angry. All right, now I can turn off my fake hate. Yeah, for sure. Good. Snap it. Snap your hate. Tell us how much you love it. It's <laughs> funny because, like I said, the first time I watched it, the movie was just a lot of irony there. <laughs>